Welcome to Ponderings Podcast. I'm your host, Milo. In this episode, I'm focusing on Alfred North Whitehead's philosophy of organism. I'll give a general overview of his philosophy and define his concepts as I go along. Granted, this will be a tough endeavor, but I will try my best to make his philosophy accessible. Alright, so who is this guy? Alfred North Whitehead is a mathematician who in his later years became a philosopher. He is the defining figure of the school of process philosophy. He began his academic career writing for mathematics, logic, and physics. And his most notable work to date is his Principia Mathematica, which he wrote with his former student, Bertrand Russell, in 1913. In the early 1920s, Whitehead began to focus more on the philosophy of science and metaphysics. His metaphysical system was radically different from the metaphysical scheme commonly followed, which favored scientific materialism. Reality for Whitehead consists of processes rather than material static objects. These processes are all best defined by their relations with other processes. This is in total opposition to scientific materialism, which proposes that reality is constructed by bits of matter which are independent of each other. Whitehead's magnum opus, Process and Reality, in which he lays out his metaphysical scheme, the philosophy of organism. That being said, his philosophy is highly influenced by quantum mechanics, which makes it very difficult to understand. I will definitely be making podcast episodes in the future comparing his philosophy to theories in quantum physics, which will be fun to attempt. This podcast is probably one that you'll have to listen to a couple times to really understand what Whitehead is getting at. His philosophy of organism is best understood as a circular process of advancing into the obscure nature of his expressions and then reverting back to his foundational principles. So in that case, to better understand Whitehead, one has to engage in this circular process of observing how the process occurs what the implications of the process are, and how the process continues to advance into novel occasions of experience. Being in Whitehead's philosophy of organism is a process of becoming and all actual entities, that is, atoms, cells, humans, animals, the environment, are made up of occasions of experience. The self is an occasion of experience that is formed from all of its past occasions of experiences. This includes its relations to other occasions of experience or other actual entities, which means that we are entities that are in the process of becoming. We are constantly creating ourselves and the world through our experiences and relations with it. The philosophy of organism is the metaphysical scheme constructed by Alfred North Whitehead. It is a form of process philosophy and it primarily seeks to overcome the problems of dualism, materialism, and idealism. Dualism claims that mind and body are distinct. Materialism claims that matter is fundamental and fails to account for the phenomenon of consciousness. And idealism, as a direct opposition to materialism, claims that mind is fundamental and fails to account for matter. The philosophy of organism seeks to solve these three issues through the process of integration into what Whitehead calls an organic realism. Realism for Whitehead begins by rejecting what he calls the bifurcation of nature into mind and matter. In other words, he rejects the separation of nature into distinct properties, 
one being mind and the other matter. This dualism came about as a result of Descartes' philosophy, where he attributed mind to soul that is independent of nature, and matter to a purely mechanistic substance. Whitehead's integration of idealism and materialism into an organic realism begins with a reformulation of perception as prehension, rather than representation. Firstly, perception as representation means that we do not perceive reality for what it actually is. We instead perceive a representation of the object rather than the object itself. Whitehead rejects this and proposes his notion of prehension. Here's where things can get difficult in Whitehead's philosophy. Language is often loaded with historical and cultural baggage. Therefore, he created new words for his philosophical notions so that his ideas would remain clear and unclouded by misunderstanding. This is not uncommon for philosophers to do in order to pose a clearer understanding for their philosophical scheme. The words that Whitehead attributes to his philosophy of organism are the notions of actual entities, prehensions, concrescence, nexus, and datum. So the definition of prehension is the action of grasping or seizing. It is an interaction of a subject within, a, within an, an event or entity. For Whitehead, there is nothing other than experience. All is experience. Things that appear to be solid are actually a collection of occasions of experiences, atoms, cells, bursts of energy. This applies to the multicellular organisms as well and any process in the universe. We are composed of a concrescence or integration of past actual occasions, which form the actual entity that is in a process of becoming. The actual entity is just a collection of occasions of experiences. What we deem to be a soul is just a rapid succession of experiences with a common history that we categorize as a subjective self. In other words, we do not have or possess experiences. We are experiences. Prehension is an act of awareness in that it is an experience as the having, seizing, or grasping of an object. An experience is categorized as an actual entity, which is Whitehead's term for an occasion of experience. So the concrete thing which is given to or apprehended by an entity is a prior occasion of experience of an actual entity. Memory and perception are phenomena that occur in the past. An actual entity apprehends the prior object of memory and perception. This prehension results in the concrescence of the actual entity. Concrescence is the production of novel togetherness. It is the grasping of prior actual occasions of experience and subsequently the integration thereof into the novel subjective unity of experience. This subjective unity of experience, which Whitehead terms actual entity, is only a momentary instance. Once this moment perishes, the actual entity becomes an eternal object that is available for prehension by the new present subjective unity of experience, as well as other relevant actual entities. In Victor Lowe's Understanding Whitehead, he describes prehension to be the process that occurs as a result of, quote, 
the past having had its chance at becoming, unquote. It then transfers the opportunity to the next present actual entity. The past becomes an eternal object in that it no longer grows and changes, but rather it serves to be apprehended by the creatively active present. William A. Christian, in his An Interpretation of Whitehead's Metaphysics, describes apprehension as a, quote, operation in which an actual entity grasps some other entity, actual or non-actual, unquote. These actual or non-actual prehended phenomena are termed eternal objects. The subject is the prehending actual entity. The object, datum, or subjective forms are the things prehended. The subjective form is the particular way in which a subject prehends the object or datum. The object or datum are said to have object immortality and can be likened to platonic forms in that they are eternal objects available for us to prehend. The subjective forms can be likened to emotions, purpose, and consciousness. Again, it is the way in which the subject prehends the object or datum. There are two types of prehensions in Whitehead's metaphysical scheme, positive prehensions and negative prehensions. Positive prehensions are categorized as a feeling, whereas negative prehensions are the datum that is eliminated and do not concress into the final actual entity. Negative prehensions do not contribute to the final concrescence of the subjective unity of experience of the actual entity. So we as subjects prehend datum in order to achieve the aim of a subjective unity, which we term a self. This subjective unity is the satisfaction or aim of a concrete unity of experience. Whitehead calls this concrete unity of experience the subjective immediacy or the living experience of an actual entity. We are a living organism, an actual entity that has concrete unity of experience, which is achieved through the act of prehending eternal objects and subjective forms to finally concress, to produce a novel togetherness, to grow, in other words. The process philosopher Charles Hartshorn was fond of Whitehead's theory of prehension, precisely because it explained the spatial-temporal structure of the world, the possibility of knowledge, and the realm of freedom. There is spatial-temporal structure in the world precisely because of the way in which prehension occurs. Prehension as an act of awareness grasps prior events that are relevant to it. This grasping of relevant prior occasions accounts for time. The objects that are prehended by a particular entity at a particular time have to be relevant enough for the, en- that for the entity to grasp and integrate it into their subjective unity of experience. So relevance in what is prehended accounts for the existence of space in time. Internal and external relations exist between these relevant events. Events prehend other events and are constituted by these relations of prehension. External relations exist because they are categorized as the negative prehensions which are not prehended by the said actual entity. There is mutual independence caused by what is negatively prehended versus what is positively prehended, which in turn creates the existence of a subjective unity of experience. 
So as stated previously, causal connectedness or interconnectedness occurs when events are related only to the other events which they positively prehend. The prehended events must have enough in common in order to be prehended by other events. Events that are relative to other events are what have the possibility or potential to be prehended. An event can't potentially prehend that which is not relevant to it. The subject prehends many prior actualities and it has the freedom to choose which one it eliminates and which one it positively prehends or integrates into its subjective immediacy. So why should we study or learn about Whitehead's philosophy of organism? Robert C. Maisley answers this question perfectly in that, quote, there is an urgency in coming to see the world as a web of interrelated processes of which we are integral parts so that all of our choices and actions have consequences for the world around us, end quote. Whitehead's process philosophy entails that as actual entities, we are affected by other actual entities, and as a result, we are responsible for the consequences of our actions. We affect others and the environment we are situated in, and vice versa. The environment and other actual entities affect us. We are not independent or unaffected by the events that surround us. Don't worry if you did not understand the bulk of the podcast. Whitehead's philosophy is difficult and obscure at times, but with more and more exposure, it'll start to make sense. As a matter of fact, I'm still in the process of making sense of his philosophy and its intricacies. I will continue to talk more in depth on Whitehead's philosophy in upcoming episodes, as well as comparing and contrasting it to other philosophies and mind sciences. Thank you for listening, and I hope you stay tuned.